Live the next chapter of your life on your terms. Stay tuned for the latest on retirement planning, tax strategies, and other financial news to grow your nest egg. This is Retire Right with Sean Mueller, powered by Mueller Retirement Planning. Let's get this party started, huh? Hey there, welcome. Thanks for joining us on Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm his co-host, James Parker, and each and every week I get together with Sean to talk to you about anything it takes to get you ready for retirement. Sometimes it's investing, sometimes it's stock market, inflation, taxes, social security, all kinds of stuff. So uh, he's the founder and CEO of a local financial advisory firm. So you pay more attention to what he says more so than myself. And uh, welcome to the show, Sean. How's it going? It's going really good, James. How are you doing this week? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, you mind if I just jump right into the news? Yeah, why not? Well, it's not fun to talk about inflation because it's still pretty bad. Like they say inflation's easing or inflation's getting better, but to me, it's just slightly less awful. You know, the, the last reading I saw was 3.2%. And, you know, before the whole pandemic blow up, it was half of that, right? So inflation over the last three years has doubled, but it's better than the 9% it was last year. So it just, I don't know, it seems like you have an impossible job. How do you do financial planning when the inflation goes from 1% to 9% down to 3%? Yeah, you add the 3 and the 9 and the 4 and the 12 and inflation's at 100, you know? It just, it never seems to end. But basically what, what we do when we're putting together plans, I would say a good solid number to, to look at is that 3% inflation. I know there's there's some folks uh, that will look at two, two and a half percent. I just don't think that's going to be enough, especially continuing to move forward. We can even plug in four or five percent if we just wanted to see, you know, if we stayed in a, a high inflationary time, what that would do to your retirement overall. So it's a good practice to look at. I, I think five percent over a 20 or 30 year span is is quite high. But, you know, uh, I would say factoring in that 3%, there's going to be times where you're at 2%, 1.5%. There's going to be times where you're going to be at that 9 or 10%. So historically speaking, roughly around that 3% gives you a pretty good idea of what to expect moving forward. Well, when we did go through that 9% spike last year, what did you see happen to some of your clients? Well, for, for us, I mean, you can see just as far as their monthly spending goes, you know, they might have to start taking a little bit higher of a distribution out of their, you know, out of their accounts. And then what happens is you, you're taking more in distribution, you're paying more in taxes. So you got to be careful with that. Uh, so that's, you know, can can get uncomfortable for some folks. But when we're building these plans, we're building them to, to make sure that we're solving for times like that 9% inflation. That way, you know, we don't have any questions that we're not worried about. Oh, what are we going to do when we're in a, a high inflationary time? Is your portfolio going to hold up? No, we already solved for that. We already know it can hold up. And and if you have to make any adjustments on the portfolio, that's what you do at that time. Sometimes you have to get a little bit more conservative. Um, sometimes you have to maybe turn on an additional income stream a year or two earlier. So those are the things that you got to start looking at and be prepared for. But it, it all starts by getting a plan together. Well, another question, another angle is, you know, inflation was 1% three years ago. It was 9% last year. It's 3% now. Will it ever get back down to that 1% again, or is this sort of the new normal, this 3% range? Yeah, I don't know about the 1%. Uh, the Fed talks and they say they want to keep it around that 2%. So I think eventually we could be back down in that 2 2.5%. But again, planning for 3%, yeah, I would. It's, it's just a good average, that 3%. But eventually we will get back down. We've seen inflation spike in late 70s, early 80s. It was really high. So we go through these times. It's painful. And, you know, hopefully we can get through this time without a recession. That would be nice. 
you know, sometimes when you go through high inflationary times, it's, it's uh, followed by a recession. So, you know, you got to keep your eyes open for that as well. All right. So let's talk about uh, what we think is going to happen when people see this inflation and then they go chase yield to keep up with that inflation. Yeah, you got to be careful there, depending on where you're chasing it. Uh, we know, you know, last year was a really rough time in the bond market. Uh, you know, uh, they were raising interest rates, which uh, which causes uh, bond prices to go down. So if you needed to, maybe you needed to sell a bond for if you needed extra income or something like that, you're selling it at a loss. Uh, maybe some of the investments that are offering a higher yield might not be quite as safe as other investments. So you just have to be really careful because you don't want to reach too too high for it and then get burned overall. And then it causes a much, much bigger problem. Well, I can see why you'd want to get ahead of it now because I really don't think there's a chance it gets much lower than it is right now just because of what's driving it. It's, I believe, deficit spending where they have to print the money. And I don't see anybody putting a, even tapping the brakes on spending in D.C. Uh, I would agree. Uh <laughs> I mean, a fun, like recently or not too distant past, uh, President Biden, they, you know, in Congress, they passed the Inflation Reduction Act. And that was in uh, that was actually around this time last year. And the funny thing is, is basically it doesn't have much to do with inflation. Uh, President Biden just recently came out and said, no, it's more about climate change than it is inflation. So you're just you're sitting there scratching your head and wondering what exactly is going on here. Uh, And to your point, it doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on right now. Everybody's spending. Everybody's spending. Democrat, Republican, you name it, they're spending whatever it takes either to get reelected, whatever it takes to keep the economy going. It doesn't matter. When was the last time you heard somebody, you know, come into Congress or they came in as a president and they said, you know what, this is what we're going to try to, this is our number one goal. Let's balance the budget. Let's do that. Yeah, that good luck. Yeah, I haven't heard that in like 20 years. Yep. By the way, you're listening to Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning, 248-988-9696, 248-988-9696, and his website is MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. All right, Talk aside from just inflation, talk about some other issues that are going on at Mueller Retirement Planning. What are, what are people calling and worried about right now? Yeah, uh, we always get, especially lately, is, is just long-term care. Uh, and a lot of folks, you know, when they're thinking of long-term care, they're thinking about, you know, premiums increasing if they had a policy or maybe their ha- parents had a policy or if they didn't use the policy, uh, the insurance company would keep all of their premiums or they think they're too old because uh, they they won't qualify for it. Long-term care has come a long way. There, there's um, al- alternatives out there that basically you can get to your money if you need it. It's pretty liquid, um, but at the same time, it still offers a nice uh, long-term care benefit to pay in the event you go into a nursing home or you need in-home care. And as well as if you don't use it, there's a nice healthy death benefit that will go to your beneficiaries completely tax-free. So long-term care is always one of those issues. And it seems to be getting more popular now that you know word has come out that there's alternatives to that. Uh, you know, another one, I mean, recently, the last couple of weeks, anyway, we've had quite a bit of volatility here in the stock market. Yeah, we had a, a good run uh, for the majority of this year, but it seems like right now we've kind of stalled out a little bit. So people get a little concerned when that happens. Uh, they forget about the market volatility. They forget about 2022 and, and the volatility we experienced then. 
You know, this isn't uh, this isn't 2017 when you just went up every single month. It was it was a great year, but it was a year you didn't have to worry about any volatility in the market. Everything just kept going up. Talk about some of these events. I was at your website, MuellerRetirementPlanning.com, and it looks like uh, you have a new title on your calendar here, Five Cornerstones of Holistic Financial Planning. What's going on here? Yeah, yeah. So what we want to do is we really pride ourselves on educating folks. And that's one of the things that we do as far as uh, Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise, the uh, the book that I wrote. It's really all about educating folks because we want uh, everybody that comes in to have the knowledge of the pros and the cons to every investment, every portfolio, every product, and then show you alternative ways to get to where you want to be. There's ways to do it, uh, and, but you're gonna you might be taking a little bit more risk to get there. There's other alternatives to do it where uh, it's safer, but you know, depending on your situation, we're gonna show you several different ways to get from A to Z, and and that's one of the things that we do in these uh, presentation dinners is really break things down for you as far as uh, the cornerstones of financial planning, the pros and cons to everything. But again, we just want to educate. We want to get the information out because we want every single person to be able to make an educated decision for themselves. All right, I see on the uh, website, your next events are September 13th and 14th. Who's invited to these? Yeah, those are folks that uh, traditionally are 55 and older. And, you know, they're, they're really looking for, for some help or, or at least some information to get a little bit more educated. We try to help as many people as possible, but uh, for the most part, it's for folks the, that have over 250000 in investable assets, and that could be 401ks, IRAs, uh, you know, your brokerage stock accounts, you know, things like that, pensions. You know, pensions is another huge thing that people come and talk to us about. They want to maximize their pension, whether it be, hey, do I take that monthly pension? If so, what survivor benefit should I take given uh, my spouse and I's uh, situation? Should we take a pension lump sum? What does that look like? And that's the sort of analysis that we can do when you come in for your complimentary consultation. Is Mitchell's Fish Market any good? I've never been there. It is. And Mitchell's Fish Market is is really good. They have several locations. The fish is good. You can even order the steak there, which is uh, really good. And uh, the staff is great. So we love doing them at Mitchell's. We love doing them at Fleming's. Uh, you know, unfortunately, I don't get paid by by saying these restaurants and how good they are. But uh, yeah, we have a good time. It, you know, it's a, a really easygoing night. It's nothing to be intimidated about. We're having fun. We're having laughs. We're having good food and giving out good information. And are we still doing the book giveaway? And by we, I mean you. Are you still doing the book giveaway? Yeah, absolutely. If you text book or you text right, it doesn't matter. Just text to 248-988-9696. We'll get you your free book. If you don't want a free book and you want to pay for it, you can always go to Amazon and do that. But we're more than happy to send you a book, especially seeing that you guys are listeners. We appreciate that. So again, text 248-988-9696. You can text book or write or retire or whatever you want. We'll get you a free book. All right. That's Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning. I'll say it again, 248-988-9696. Text book to that number. And when we come back, if you're within 5, 10, maybe 15 or so years of retirement, uh, in the next couple segments, Sean and I are going to talk about the process that you're about to go through financially coming up next on Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Have you saved enough? What are you going to do with Social Security? What will your taxes look like in retirement? Sean Mueller at Mueller Retirement Planning believes retirement planning should be easy and you should be able to get all the information you need in one place. 
That's why Sean and his team created the Retire Right Pack, a comprehensive resource for your retirement. In it, you'll find a copy of his book, Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise. This book will help guide you through retirement with insight on taxes, social security, income, and much more. To get your Retire Right pack, text Right to 248-988-9696. In addition to the book, you'll also receive updated resources on retirement's most common concerns. Get your Retire Right pack from Sean Mueller at Mueller Retirement Planning now by texting Right to 248-988-9696. That's Right to 248-988-9696. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Hi, this is Sean Mueller, founder and CEO of Mueller Retirement Planning, and I want to thank you for tuning in to today's program. I just want to let you know that you can now take Retire Right with you on the go. We are now listed on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Whether you're driving, running errands, or working around your home, you can listen to Retire Right wherever you get your podcasts. That's Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Thanks again. Now back to the show. There's different tiers of money. Have your basic tier, your savings accounts. We're not really looking for that necessarily to make money. Other tiers, maybe a CD or a fixed annuity in there. You want to make sure you have other things in there offsetting the overall risk in your portfolio. We've made it back. This is Retire Right, brought to you by Mueller Retirement Planning. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm your co-host, James Parker. And if you were trying to write down that number before we went to break, it's 248-988-9696. You text the word book to that number, 248-988-9696. And you get a free copy of Sean's book. But we're going to talk about, uh, for those of you who are imagining retirement, I hope you're imagining this transition where you go from the hustle and the bustle and the stress and the responsibility and the burden to where you just hang out. You can put your toes in the sand, you can mow a little grass, drink some sweet tea. I don't know uh, if, if you want to put something else in that drink. It's up to you. But you only get there with planning. Even if there's guys who are making $400,000 a year, there's some doctor out there and he's blowing all of it and he's not going to be financially secure and he will run out of money in retirement. So it doesn't matter necessarily how much you make, it's the planning you do while you're making money. And that's the process we're going to talk about here. And when do you start this process, Sean? I know it's easy to say, well, everyone should be doing financial planning or everybody needs to have a financial plan. But you know, when an 18-year-old graduates high school, you don't need a financial plan. When you're 22 and you fall out of college, you don't need a financial plan. I don't know, unless you're like uh, signing into the NBA and you get like $8 million. So there's kind of exceptions. But then you see the two lines crossing around, I don't know, I guess age 50 would sort of be the, the landmark to where if you haven't done it yet, you need to. Yeah, it goes back to that question. When's the best time to plant a tree 20 years ago? So, uh, but to your point, you know, if you're graduating college, do you really need a full financial plan? Probably not. You're just, you know, looking to potentially maybe open up Roth accounts and start investing that way. But waiting too long is detrimental. So, you know, the sooner the better if you're around that 50-year-old mark, 55, you absolutely should start getting a plan together. Because, uh, again, if you wait too long, the things that you could have gotten in place don't have enough time to grow and potentially generate that income they could have because you you didn't do it in time and you waited too long. You know, I had a, an acquaintance who knows that I do this radio show and he came into money and he's, I think, 29, maybe 30 now. 
but he had to go get a financial plan because all of a sudden he's worth almost seven figures now. And so that was like a trigger on when he had to start getting a financial plan. And, you know, that's people don't win the lottery that much, but people inherit money every day or people come into some sort of buyout or settlement or uh, a lump sum from various sources. And that's a great excuse to get that financial plan started. Yeah. If your parents happen to pass away or, or a relative, they leave you money and it's, you know, significantly more money than you've ever had in your life. Probably a good idea to sit down with a professional, say, look, what should I be doing with this money? How do I, you know, maximize the growth, maximize the income? That way I have this money and maybe double it by the time I retire. So, you know, any big significant changes in your life financially would probably be a good idea to just at least sit down with somebody. And sometimes it's not even just sitting down. Maybe it's just a phone call. You set aside 15 or 20 minutes. You have a conversation with a financial professional. Um, they can answer your questions. And, and at least you have something, you know, something's better than nothing. So if the guy's going to call you, what does he have to have prepared? I mean, he can't just call you and be like, I don't know what any of my statements are, my balances are, where it's at or what it's in. I mean, what? what yeah, you should you should definitely, you know, at least have a good idea of what's going on as far as, you know, what do your 401ks look like? A lot of folks forget, you know, they had a 401k years back and, and maybe they just invested in it for a couple of years, but got a couple of years of matches. It's grown over the years. So it's a little bit more than they thought and they just absolutely totally forget about that they have an old 401k. So do a little research, make sure you know what you have, make sure you, you have a good understanding of how much you're investing in these accounts. If you're getting matched in those accounts, uh, yeah, what tax status things are. Is it a traditional IRA? Is it a Roth IRA tax-free? Is it a taxable account? So like a brokerage account where you took money from your checking and savings account and you, and you invested it that way. So at least have a little idea if you're of, you know, getting closer to that Social Security age, uh, it'd be nice to have a Social Security estimate of what that would look like at your full retirement age. And if you're married, it would be nice to to take a look at you and your spouses. That way we can start thinking about what type of strategies we want to put forward as far as when you want to claim it, when you want to delay one um, pension information. Uh, if you have a pension available, what does that look like if you take uh, a, a monthly annuity on that or if you were to take a lump sum and really get that invested in generating income for yourself? So you should have an idea. You know, no one wants to waste anybody's time. If you're calling somebody and you're asking for, for some advice, at least have a general idea of what's going on in your financial life so they can give you at least a little bit of uh, advice on it. Well, that wasn't too much. A bit kind of within expectations, but still a lot to consider. So once I have all my paperwork and we start this financial plan, what is the focus? I know you're not trying to make me a millionaire, but what is the goal of the financial plan? Well, the real goal is how do we get from where you're at now through all the way through retirement? So depending on what goals you have, because everybody has a different goal. Some people's goals, look, I want to move south. I want to move to Florida and never come back to Michigan again and hang out by the beach or, or play golf every single day. Great. Well, how do we do that? How do we get there? What's the safest way of getting there? What's the least amount of risk we have to take? And how much can we actually generate as far as income goes off of those assets? Some folks, I just sat with somebody the other day and the wife's goal was to leave her kids as much money as possible. That was her goal. The husband didn't care. He said, look, I just want to spend it. I don't care about leaving monies uh, to the kids. So then you're just, you got to try to figure out, okay, well, how are we going to approach this? One, one spouse, 
wants to spend and just live this uh, luxurious retirement. The other wants to be cautious, leave the kids money. So you come up with a plan for that. Maybe, you know, half of it you guys spend, half of it you leave. So we got to figure out what your goals are and then and basically set up an investment plan and a strategy. Do, do you need any form of insurance? Do you need long-term care insurance? Are you looking to generate tax-free income? There's various ways to generate tax-free income in retirement. Those are all the things that we can help you out with. Sounds like you have some Dr. Phil moments in there. Oh, absolutely. It's fun. That's one of the the, the more fun things about uh, this career is being able to sit down with all sorts of different people and everybody is so different and everybody has a different goal. Everybody has a different way of communicating as well. So just navigating the waters and that and everybody's relationship is so different. So getting to see, you know, spouses and that communicate, it's it can be entertaining. That is kind of odd because you would uh, assume that, you know, th- in most relationships, someone's more dominant and someone's more passive. Uh, but in some of those, there's two people who both think that they're the alpha. And I don't know if there's a spreadsheet that can solve some of those problems. Yeah. And, and it, sometimes the way it goes is uh, it, we, you just separate. You say, look, the, the, the husband and wife go, well, this is the money I saved. This is the money I saved. They both worked. And they go, all right, well, we'll set up kind of two separate plans. I plan to leave the kids X amount. You plan to spend it, you know, fine. Let's, let's build the plan that way. So that's those are the things we're help, helping them build and and, uh, and accomplish because everybody's so different, even married couples. And I know we talked in uh, in past shows, and, and that's one of the things as far as retirement goes to, to see and kind of gauge, is my spouse on the same page in retirement? Do they want to do the same things? Do they want our retirement to look the same? And a lot of times they don't, and that can cause friction. Um, so, you know, I think that's one of the things you get kind of got to tap into uh, when you're approaching retirement is going over with your spouse. How do we really want our retirements to look? And, and do we want, are they going to match up? That's the biggest thing. So what happens when one spouse wants to pursue financial planning and the other one doesn't? That is a problem as well. And sometimes the, the one person that's really serious about it, they'll just proceed and do it. Uh, and the other one just won't won't even bother to come in and and that look. I, I don't recommend that, but if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. It's back um, to financial planning, I mean. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, but it can cause quite a bit of friction in the relationship because you know, and you see it on both sides. You see it. It doesn't matter, male, female, whatever. Um, sometimes uh, the wife really wants to get a plan together. Husband's kind of hard headed. No, I can do it myself. I don't need anybody to help me. And she's like, no. You, you, you recently made some bad stock purchases. Let's just go sit down with somebody. So you could see the friction. You can see it does cause a problem. So we try to work through it. Yeah, I, I kind of get the feeling that's that's part of the charm of the live events where you're at Mitchell's Fish Market or Fleming Steakhouse and you could maybe ease in that reluctant, that, you know, I don't know, recalcitrant spouse with, uh, you know, hey, how about a little uh, steak and we'll just have a nice evening. You'll get to be my friend Sean here. And if you like what you hear, maybe we can go into the office after that. Uh, they do it all the time, which is nice. Uh, they'll, you know, quote unquote, drag their spouse in there and at least the, their spouse gets uh, a nice free meal and maybe they'll get a couple of laughs. Uh, but it, it's a good start. You know, uh, if they don't want to necessarily just come right in uh, for an appointment, let's just start there, get a meal get some good education, and then let's hopefully start a relationship after that. Yeah, I've explained it to my wife on some of these financial issues, you know, because 
you know, IRA decisions that affects a hundred thousand dollars. And she's like, oh, I don't care about that. And I say, I bet if I put a hundred thousand dollars on the dinner table, you'd ask me about it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, in these decisions, same thing with like social security, for instance, you know, having a real social security plan, I mean, that, that could be a $200,000 difference in how much you collect from social security throughout the remainder of your life. Just, just choosing what potentially is the, is the right thing for you. Now, you know, you never know as far as how long you're going to live, how long your spouse is going to live. But basically gathering all of that information and having a reasonable uh, life expectancy and all of that. I mean, it really can be a $200,000 or more uh, decision to make. It's a lot of money. All right. That's Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning. 248-988-9696. 248-988-9696. You can give him a call or you can text the word book. And you'll get a free copy of Sean's book. And also the website, MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. You know, for those of you who are driving, you're too cool to remember phone numbers these days. Your phone will know. Just ask. I'm James Parker. We'll be right back with more Retire Right with Sean Mueller. The whole reason to get a plan. So you can say, you know what? Hey, Sean, uh, now I'm starting to think uh, maybe 65 is better. Another reason why it's so important to have a plan. You're just constantly making adjustments to these plans as your life circumstances change. Welcome back to Retire Right with Sean Mueller and co-host James Parker. Hey, welcome back. This is Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm your co-host, James Parker, and we are continuing our weekly quest to just cram things into your brain that help you make good financial decisions and we're talking to the people more specifically on this week's show which you can listen if you're outside the window but if you're within 5 10 maybe 15 years uh, from your retirement date we're just talking about the financial process that you're going through because you're going to need to set some of this stuff up you're going to need to make some of these decisions in the very near future and so even though if you're only like 30 I mean, look you're gonna have to make these decisions eventually so hey you can listen in too but when we talk about setting up income streams for retirement this sounds like fantasy land. What? Someone's just going to keep sending me a check and I'm not working for them. This is a new concept for people. So explain how there are people who set up three, four, five different income streams on a regular basis to get themselves through retirement. Which is an absolutely great idea. When you're you know, setting up your retirement plan, you're looking at social security, ways to maximize your social security for you and a spouse, or if it's just yourself, you know, what's the uh, appropriate age to turn on social security, pensions. Pension is huge. We've got so many people on, and now that we're, you know, we still are seeing the baby boomers and they're basically the last generation of pensions. But the question is, what should we do with this pension? Should we turn on the monthly income on it? And if so, what survivorship should we pick? Should it be 65% survivorship, meaning upon uh, the person that actually has the pension upon their death, their spouse would get 65% of that monthly payout, 100% payout. So you're taking a reduction in your monthly pension for that. Um, or if you have a lump sum option in that, what should we do? Should we take that lump sum and invest it and generate income off of that? So that is huge. Uh, annuities. Like self-made pension. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. That's what it is. It's a self-made pension. That way, if you're taking a lump sum, that's money that goes right to your overall net worth. If you and your spouse happen to pass away, well, guess what? At least your beneficiaries will get monies that way. If you're taking a monthly pension and you and your spouse pass away, it's gone. So it's definitely something to consider. Uh, different types of annuities. I know annuities can be uh, somewhat of a, of a hot topic and people aren't really sure 
how to view annuities. There's so many different annuities out there. And, and each annuity is going to do something different. Maybe one is just more geared towards growth, one just protecting your principal, others maximizing income. So does it make sense for you and in your retirement plan to look at some form of annuity, uh, IRA income, non-IRA income? How is that going to be taxed? Is it tax-free? Is it all taxable? People use uh, real estate. So they, what's a non-IRA? So like non-IRA, like uh, your brokerage accounts, for instance, uh, if you took money from your checking and savings and, and you just wanted to get that invested and you may have to pay capital gains on it or dividend tax, those are the accounts you're getting 1099s on. The accounts that we call tattletale accounts because you're getting those 1099s and they're tattling on you that you got that money. I like that so, better non-IRA. We'll yeah, yeah. No kidding. So yeah, look, look for uh, for those, and and you know, there's different tax qu- consequences between those and your traditional IRA and your Roth IRA. And how do you really use all of those different accounts? At what time should you use those different incomes as well? Because that's going to make a difference. And rental income is huge. I have folks that have bought apartment complexes and enjoy the uh, the rental income. The other thing off of there too, it could help as far as taxes go. If you're um, really depreciating that property over time, getting that tax benefit off of it, there's different forms of REITs, real estate investment trusts that you can get income. You're looking at bond income, uh, different stock income as far as dividends, qualified dividends. So all these different things you got to look at when it comes to income in retirement. What do you think about rentals? That that you know, you say that's an income stream. That sounds like a business. That's a that's a job almost. Being yeah, some, I have clients that that's how they made the majority of their wealth was through rental income. And what a lot of them tend to do is hire a management company. And let's say the average management company takes ten percent of uh, the monthly uh, income off of it, and but basically they can manage the entire thing. So it depends on how involved you want to be. Some retirees really enjoy it. You know, obviously they're not going and, and doing all of the the improvements and being the person that yeah, the, the uh, tenants are calling and everything. But they they enjoy uh, you know looking at different rentals, buying or selling different rentals. Uh, it, it's kind of a part time job for them. So you look. Not everybody's going to be savvy in real estate. So if you've never done it before and you're retired and you just plan to jump into it, you know, be very cautious. Uh, you might want to, uh, you know, seek the advice of a professional or maybe go in on a property with somebody who's actually done it before because you definitely don't want to get burned in retirement if it's your first time looking to buy some rental properties. Yeah, I have uh, only a few friends who are doing it and they make it sound like it's work. I don't know if they're overblowing it. So it sounds like that their life is so tough, but uh, I, I haven't, got, I haven't done it for that reason. So I'm a little skeptical, but yeah, it can be. I, I, the way I would see it is how much work do you want it to be? And do you have a management company that can help take that burden off of, you know, your shoulders? Cause you know, if, if I own a bunch of uh, rentals in retirement, I'm most definitely not going to be the person that's going to be answering the phone when tenants say, look, my water heater's out or you got a leak in my roof. I, I'm not going to be dealing with that. You want to make it a little bit more passive income than that. Agreed. All right. We're talking with Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning. 248-988-9696. 248-988-9696. Website, MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. All right. We're talking to people who are within a decade or so of retirement and actually pulling the trigger here. 
So let's say you do, the guy listening to us does get it together. He gets his plan. He's like, all right, all I got to do is follow this plan for 10 years and I'll be set. And what are some of the things that can come by and make him have to reevaluate that plan? Because I, we've talked on previous shows, you don't just make a plan and then just go put it on the shelf and forget about it. There's constant updates. I mean, you really have to be cautious of market volatility. That can really, if you haven't planned for it, it could really set you aside. If, if you're retired and you're pulling your monthly income out of your, your retirement accounts and we're experiencing a heightened state of market volatility and the market's going down, it's going down. You know, you're looking at uh, the end of 2007, 2008, and every month you're pulling that income out. It's it's a double negative. Uh, you're pulling it out while it's going down. It's going to be really hard, if not impossible, to make that up. So you have to plan for market volatility, and that kind of goes into recessions as well. Uh, you know, when you when we're experiencing extreme amount of volatility, a lot of times it's it, it you know it's followed by a recession. So be cautious. Inflation is is huge in retirement. If you're not planning for inflation, or, or you're you're only planning for maybe that two percent inflation, you gotta you gotta make sure you know if you're gonna be retired for thirty years and you're compounding uh, what income you need by 3% per year, that's a significant jump over 20, 30 year span. So if you need 80 grand now, you know, in 20 or 30 years, that 80 grand isn't going to get you very far. So you got to be able to not only grow your investments, but pull out uh, a number that keeps increasing every single year to uh, counter inflation. So those are a few things to look at. Um, deaths can derail your your uh, your retirement. So one thing, a lot of folks they don't want to think about their death, obviously, but they also don't want to think about their spouse's death. And what does that look like? If you have a pension, and maybe that pension goes away, or maybe now you're you're only going to receive sixty five percent of your spouse's pension. Uh, Social Security, you know, one of the Social Securities goes away upon a spouse passing away. So at that point, you know, you're getting quite a bit of income taking off the table. Can you survive if your spouse passes away? And what does that actually look like? Uh, that's a, that's another big one. Yeah. You, know, you, know how, you hope that doesn't happen, but if yeah. spouse or someone close to you dies, you do have to reevaluate your financial it, plan. It happens. I mean, it, it's going to happen. It, it will happen. Just when will it happen? Right. And and you can't, you know, it, it's, it's like people sometimes drag their feet about, you know, actually getting a plan together. It's the same thing. They drag their feet about, uh, you know, really getting a plan together and taking a look at, can I survive if a, my spouse passes away? And you you don't want to be too late to that because you never know when that's going to happen. And if you're not planning for that, then it can really put you in a bad spot simply because you were uncomfortable with actually thinking about that. Yeah. And guilty. I I was I didn't get a will until after I had kids. Then I was kind of guilted into it, but it worked. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you have kids, you really need to have some form of estate plan put together. I see folks all the time, and I mean, the majority of the folks I see are north of 55. They're in their 60s, 65. They don't have a will. They don't have a trust. They don't have uh, advanced health care power of attorney. They don't have a, a uh, power of attorney that can make financial decisions for you. When you start to have kids, you need to at least get some form of estate plan together. It's not fair to your kids in the event you or your spouse pass away. You really need to be proactive about that. 
All right, what else can knock my financial plan off course between now? Divorce. The old, the big D. Divorce can absolutely do that. At that point, you're basically cutting assets in half. Uh, that could be devastating for for a married couple cutting those in half. Uh, disabilities. Uh, somebody uh, gets in an accident or, or may, maybe they have a stroke. What does that look like? Can they go back to work? Um, if so, under what capacity or if they're if they're forced to take a Social Security disability, uh, how much are they able to, to get from that? And what does that look like? Maybe they had they were forced to retire 20 years earlier. Interest rates. So interest rate risk is big, uh, especially when it comes to owning bonds as interest rates move up, as we've seen over the last uh, year plus. Uh, it, it pushes bond prices down. U.S. corporate bonds last year were down roughly about 16%. So, you know, that's supposed to be your safe part of your portfolio. These are all the things that you have to consider. And, and then start looking at alternatives to all, you know, to some of these other investments. Don't just look at traditional investments like stocks and bonds and mutual funds. Start looking at some other alternatives. Well, what can you do for the guy that comes in and, and says, listen, I've got quite a bit of money here. I think I'll be set as long as I don't lose any of it. I, I want no part of risk whatsoever. What do you do for that guy? Yeah, well, if he's right, if he's right and he doesn't need any real rate of return on it, uh, then there there are definitely some safer investments to go with. Uh, I would I would look to to definitely spread those out. You'd want to look at you know things that are maybe FDIC insured, other things that maybe have state guarantees. So, uh, you know, in the event, uh, you know, some of these companies are insolvent, you can still get, you know, your money or a portion of your money. But there's, you know, you still want to get some form of rate of return to hopefully outpace inflation because it, just because you have $5 million and you don't want to take any, you know, risk with it and you're just pulling all the income that you need every single year off of it, you're just draining that account. I mean, what do you have other goals? Do you want to leave any of that? to anybody and and if so, you know, how much. So doing nothing and just keeping it in a savings account, that's that's not a real form of a strategy either. All right, Sean Mueller, Mueller Retirement Planning 248-988-9696. You can call, you can text the word book, get a free copy of his book. You can find out on his website the next live event. He has a couple coming up in September which you you can be a part of. You like Mitchell's Fish Market by the way. It's all the same phone number, 248-988-9696. And the website is his last name, MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. I'm James Parker. We'll be right back with more Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Reserve a complimentary copy of Sean Mueller's book, Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise. Simply text the word book to 248-988-9696. That's book to 248-988-9696. Have you saved enough? What are you going to do with Social Security? What will your taxes look like in retirement? Sean Mueller at Mueller Retirement Planning believes retirement planning should be easy and you should be able to get all the information you need in one place. That's why Sean and his team created the Retire Right Pack, a comprehensive resource for your retirement. In it, you'll find a copy of his book, Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise. This book will help guide you through retirement with insight on taxes, social security, income, and much more. To get your Retire Right Pack, text Right to 248-988-9696. 
In addition to the book, you'll also receive updated resources on retirement's most common concerns. Get your Retire Right Pack from Sean Mueller at Mueller Retirement Planning now by texting Right to 248-988-9696. That's Right to 248-988-9696. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Hi, this is Sean Mueller, founder and CEO of Mueller Retirement Planning, and I want to thank you for tuning in to today's program. I just want to let you know that you can now take Retire Right with you on the go. We are now listed on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Whether you're driving, running errands, or working around your home, you can listen to Retire Right wherever you get your podcasts. That's Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Thanks again. Now back to the show. asking all of these different questions. I've sat with hundreds of different households over the years and everybody's a little different. I need to make sure that we're tailoring these plans specifically for you and really making your retirement dreams come true. Welcome back to Retire Right with Sean Mueller and co-host James Parker. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm your co-host, James Parker. And one of the tricks we like to pull on this show is we'll take some of the questions that Sean gets during the week as the financial advisor, you know, the founder and CEO of Mueller Retirement Planning, he gets all kinds of questions and he types them out in a notepad file and emails it to me. And then we go over them on the show. Uh, we call it the mailbag segment. Uh, I just like the fact that there's no mail or a bag involved, but it fits, I think. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. First question. Uh, this one's kind of long. I didn't write this, though. You wrote it. Uh, I've been looking forward to retirement for years, but now that I'm less than two years away from my target retirement date, I'm starting to panic a little. Is this normal? Do other people get cold feet about retirement too? And how can I shake this off so I can enjoy myself? Yes, you are not alone. So many people get cold feet. So many. Um, I have a client right now that they were going to retire in May. And then it got pushed to June and then it got pushed to July and now it's August and they're nervous. And here's the thing. We have a full plan put together showing them that you have no issues retiring. You ha you're going to have plenty of money, plenty of income, and they're still you know, nervous to do that. And that goes with a lot of things. It's not just, will I run out of money? It's what am I going to do with my time? What will it look like? I have a lot of friends at work. You know, am I ever going to talk to them again? So they, you know, there's a lot of things that start going through your head when you're approaching retirement, but you're most definitely not alone. One of the things that will help you get over it is having a real plan. And when I say a real plan, it's something that you can see where your money's coming from, what, meaning what accounts and what buckets, what does it look like? How much are you going to be paying in taxes? So actually having a real plan that you can see where the income's coming from, what it looks like from now through, you know, the rest of your retirement, that most definitely will help take that uneasiness off. But, you know, you're not alone. So many people start to get cold feet when it comes. I mean, it's a huge decision. You've worked your entire life. I mean, your entire life is, is going to look a little bit different than and the, what it has for the last 30 or 40 years. Well, I like the scenario you brought up uh, that tickled me because I'm about to go through that with my mother-in-law. She's She was saying at the beginning of this year that she was going to retire in January of next year. 
And as we get closer to January, she's already pushed it back. And so I, I don't think she's going to retire for another two or three years. I don't think she can do it. I think it's a status thing. I think she likes being the CFO of an engineering firm. And I don't want to just go be some retired person playing shuffleboard on the deck of a cruise ship, you know? Hey, man, uh, that sounds fun, though, too. All right. Next question for the mailbag. This one's a shorter one. Our oldest daughter is looking at some college loans and she asked us about co-signing. What are some things I should consider before I sign on the dotted line? Uh, the main thing to consider is can you afford that payment if your daughter is is not going to be able to pay it? So first and foremost, can you yourself afford it? And if so, what is that going to do potentially to your retirement if you're taking on the student loan? Uh, I mean, if you're looking at a hundred thousand dollars student loan, interest rates at six seven percent, you're you know you're looking at five six hundred dollars a month and just an interest payment. So and that's again, that's just interest payment. So you know, just know when you sign on it, just be prepared in the event they're not going to be able to pay it. You can afford it. Uh, you know, student. I can go on and on about college and student loans and this that and the other and how I feel like. Uh, the government has kind of allowed colleges to raise tuition so quickly and, and, and what I feel is violently and unjust because the government basically says everybody gets approved for a loan or pretty much everybody gets approved for a loan. So then you have these kids racking up hundreds of thousands of dollars in student loan debt with a degree that a lot of times is basically meaningless. Uh, you know, I, I, I know back in the day, and this was a long time ago, uh, kids didn't uh, necessarily go to school full time. They had a part time job and took part time classes and paid as they went. And maybe it took them seven, eight, nine years to get a degree and instead of four years. And, and you know what? Sometimes that's the route you have to go instead of necessarily just co-signing for a kid's loan. See, you're such a financial planner because I had a totally re uh, different reaction to the question. And if my daughter comes to me and asks, hey, will you co-sign on this college loan for me? My first question is, what is your major? Nice. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then they go, well, um, it's this right now. And then we'll see in two years if it stays that. And I say, no. So I, but another thing, I was surprised that you don't automatically have some sort of red flag or, or hard no rule about co-signing. You're okay with co-signing in some instances. Uh, I mean- you got to know your kid and you got to know if you can afford it, truthfully, uh, if you can afford it. All right, Sean, I, I need to get three more questions out of you real quick. I need you to rapid fire answer. Uh, number one, what's going on with uh, some events next month? Uh, who needs to go and how do they get there? Tell them about how they can get a free copy of your book and where is your office located? All right. So we've got a few events. You can go onto our website at MuellerRetirementPlanning.com to look at them. But we're going to be uh, we're going to be at Mitchell's. We're going to be at Fleming's and and those are both, we're going to be in Rochester Hills. We're going to be in Livonia a couple of times. So you can go to our website and register there. We'd love to have you at these events. We're talking about the five cornerstones of financial planning. So we're educating you and giving you a good meal and we're making you laugh. So come in and see us. You can text 248-988-9696. You can text book or write or retire and get your free book. It's called Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise. Yours truly wrote it. 
again, we go over all of these different financial planning methods. So it's very educational. Again, 248-988-9696. And I also, we see that people call that number and, and tend to hang up. So what that tells us is you're driving in your car and you're just trying to save our number. All right. So call us back, leave a message so we can set up an appointment. It's complimentary. We can go over your entire situation. We can give you some really uh, high quality analytics on your portfolio to see where you're at. We're in Southfield, just south of 696 off of Evergreen Road, right across the street from the Southfield Public Library in the Atrium Building. Come in, see us for your complimentary appointment today or tomorrow, but don't wait. Quit procrastinating. All right. Thank you very much for another great episode. Sean, we'll do it again next week. Sounds good. Thanks, James. All right. And thank you for joining us. I'm James Parker. This has been Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Please remember that converting an employer plan account to a Roth IRA is a taxable event. Increased taxable income from the Roth IRA conversion may have several consequences, including, but not limited to, a need for additional tax withholding or estimated tax payments, the loss of certain tax deductions and credits, and higher taxes on Social Security benefits and higher Medicare premiums. Be sure to consult with a qualified tax advisor before making any decisions regarding your IRA. Retire Right is the name of our radio show. It is used solely for marketing purposes and should not be seen as a promise or guarantee of investment results or preservation of principle. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business, Mueller Retirement Planning, Inc. Mueller Retirement Planning is also an investment advisory practice that offers products and services through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. AEWM does not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by Mueller Retirement Planning, Inc. are not subject to investment advisor requirements. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as a sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Mueller Retirement Planning is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable. But accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Mueller Retirement Planning, Inc. This radio show is a paid placement.